Welcome back <laughs> to a brand new episode of We Everywhere, baby. I am your host, Nadia. And as always, with me is Oh Marvelous. What's up, everybody? We are back, guys. Uh, we took a little mini hiatus. <laughs> Please forgive us. <laughs> I feel like every episode we're, we're begging for forgiveness. <laughs> we're, now, so. we're at our audience's mercy. <laughs> Just get used to it. <laughs> welcome welcome to we groveling baby <laughs> we just sit around and beg for forgiveness i grovel that always reminds me of um lion king when he's like my lord i grovel at your feet <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah guys you know life what are we gonna do what are we gonna do we're still here we still have a show please don't leave us <laughs> <laughs> We promise we will still pump them out, you know, regardless if it's a Thursday or not. You're still going to get your show, all right? Shut your crying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to you, Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're messing up his routine. I know, I know. People I know. Go. And that's, that, that's the one that bothers me. When people are like, hey... Was kind of expecting that today. Yeah, I know. So uh, we definitely, we definitely do feel bad about it. We're, like, we're trying to be, you know, keep you on your toes, give you a surprise. <laughs> Maybe you'll get this on a Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. But um, here we are, and we have a show with a lot of content today because we're a little backed up. There's been a lot of things that have happened. Obviously, we celebrated Turkey Day. That's right. Um, you know, it's well, it it's not happened. <laughs> yeah, it happened. We ate. We are full. <laughs> uh, we went. We ended up going to my parents' house. Um, it's always tricky for us on Thanksgiving because right. with Christmas, it's really easy. Uh, Christmas is kind of like, in a sense, a two day event because you got Christmas Eve and you got Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. And luckily for us, your parents are more of a Christmas Eve. Uh, right. celebrators and my parent, my family is more of a Christmas day celebrator. Yeah. So we tend to split it up. Um, we do Christmas Eve with your family, Christmas day with my family it all works out. Thanksgiving is a lot trickier, especially since my family, it'd be a lot easier if geographically they were closer, but right. my family sure. is like an hour away in, you know, deep orange County mm-hmm. and your family is close to us, like five minutes away in Inglewood as well. So, um, we ended up going there earlier and leaving a little bit earlier. And then we headed to your parents after for, for a dessert and a nightcap. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, that's, it, 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 it is tough. You know what I mean? Only because you want to visit both. Yeah. So it, it's not like we dislike one more than the other, no. which would have made it really easily. Like, oh, well, we hate going over there, so yeah, let's yeah. not go there. Or and you know, we parents, hate going to your mom's. And all I'm up like, in their feelings. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah. So <laughs> we're always like, how can we accommodate and this and that? And for me, this is almost like what well, we've mentioned it before. I mean, that it was more of a new phenomenon because all of my past relationships have been with the, what I like to call the day eaters. <laughs> I was with a bunch of day eaters, aka why people. <laughs> <laughs> so they would always, it was always like an earlier Thanksgiving dinner with you know. Yeah, to me it's like Thanksgiving lunch. 
That, why is that a cultural thing? Like, I swear to God. I don't know. Why people do love to have their Thanksgiving hella early. Yeah, I don't know. Like, Mexicans are so late. <laughs> and it was always funny because they were like, oh, you're not spending it with your family? And I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to go we'll to that after this. Yeah. And they're like, well, what time did they eat? I was like, I don't know, seven, eight? <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, what? That's so late. But now, you know what I mean? It, well, now our, our parents are eating a little earlier because there's no spring chickens. You know what yeah, I mean? So yeah. they're, they're trying to eat it like six. Yeah, well, my parents pushed it to like, I think we ended up eating around five by the time everyone got there and food was done. Mm -hmm. Cause we got there like three ish. And then by the time we actually like sat down to eat, it was like around five, which is probably totally normal. But for my family, that was a bit early. (laughs) Yeah. They pushed it a little early. And that was great. You know what I mean? We got to, we got to eat. We got to have a couple drinks. Yeah. Still sober up. And make it to my mom's for, like you said, for basically just dessert and drinks. Yeah. So, but it was cool. You know, it was no drama. And we were close to great. home, so you could stay there for, I mean, they went on to like probably past midnight. We were there. Yeah. So, yeah, it all worked out. Everything was good. Food was good. Uh, I found a bomb ass. Uh, I was really craving mac and cheese. And I knew that my mom, like my family doesn't really make mac and cheese. So I was like, I am determined to find a good mac and cheese recipe because I've made it in the past, but it's never been to my liking. Either it was too dry, it didn't have enough seasoning, like, because I would always just kind of, the way I like to do things is like like to follow the recipe the first time and then make my adjustments. Right. But I still had not come across the right recipe. Then I found this one on, um, was it Instagram? Yeah, it was a Reels. So I found this one and I can totally repost it because it was bomb. And I added a little, I added, uh, you know, a couple other seasonings that she didn't have. Proprietary ingredients. You know, <laughs> threw my little flair on it. Uh, but man, it was really delicious. Super creamy, very cheesy. Exactly what I wanted. Yeah, that was a really good mac and cheese. <laughs> yeah. So it was so, a I mean- success. It was, it was a success. <laughs> yeah. What's your favorite Thanksgiving dish or side? Um, damn. I love like which we didn't have at any of the Thanksgivings this year. Is I'm a big ham guy. Oh yeah, like, I like, you do I like love ham. that honey baked ham. Yeah, you're gonna have to bring that so next bomb. time. Yeah, no. If <laughs> if I want to eat it, I have to. Bring you gotta it. bring it. Um. Yeah, I'm I'm really big on that. I've come around on stuffing a lot. Man. Like that that's taken me Cuz my mom makes a really good stuffing. Your mom's stuffing is good. It's really good. And and the thing is that my aunt Rosa also makes really good stuffing. Uh-huh. But to me it was just like ah, all this bread's getting in the way of the the meats. Nah. You know, it was all like turkey and ham. <laughs> turkey and <laughs> you just ham. wanted the meats. <laughs> For a while, I was just eating like I was at medieval times. <laughs> <laughs> just meats with my hands. Um, but yeah, uh, I think, I'm not sure which one of my aunts makes like a green bean casserole. bacon thing. Uh, uh-huh. I guess it's a casserole, but it's not, I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't it's call a it casserole. a casserole. It's a casserole. What it's makes it, casserole. well, you know what? Let's not sit here and debate. It's what in a dish. It. You put it in the oven. Um, You know what? I don't know. Does I don't it know. got the, the onions? <laughs> Does it got the onions? Does it got the onions? <laughs> yeah, it's got the onions. The French onions? 
and the crispy <laughs> onions on top. <laughs> but I don't feel like it's congealed like a casserole is like a like not congealed, but you know what I mean. Like when you I know what you're saying as like a square, but that's not always a casserole. That's just in your mind of what a casserole is, and that's not always a casserole. All right. Well. Anyways, moving on. Well, I'll, <laughs> I'll say that <laughs> my new favorite is those. Uh, what were they like? Fried uh, short ribs <laughs> that we had because we were at oh <laughs> yeah his mom's house. And all of a sudden, some Chinese food showed up, and yeah. it was like, "What?" Well, we had some new new um, guests at our table this year. We had my brother's girlfriend Angeline. She's not new guest, but her mother and her brothers came along mm-hmm. and joined us because their dad um, he works on Thanksgiving, and so they don't really celebrate Thanksgiving. It's not big in their household because their dad's not there. And so they're like, whatever. So my mom invited them over and that was really fun, you know, to have new people there. Mm -hmm. And she brought a gang of Chinese food and we were like, hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Chow mein, next to my turkey, don't mind if I do. (laughs) It was like the surprise I didn't know I wanted. It was so great. I ate so much. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, I was like, man, I definitely have, I have not, I do not have enough room on this plate yeah like, i was like this is great yeah we ate well it was really good um yeah i mean everything went well i, I can't think of anything yeah crazy that happened uh well i mean <laughs> my parents did keep my dog <laughs> i will say that we went over there for thanksgiving and came back without a dog yeah um so bourbon is now <laughs> at my parents house she's on like, a staycation <laughs> she's she's rat no, hunting she was hired yeah exactly. yeah she was hired to to come <laughs> my parents have um what is it mandarins no something like that mandarins right sure what are the little oranges called i can't there's there's mandarins tangerines oranges uh, little... Is it is it a tangerine or is it a mandarin? See now I don't know. I I would say maybe it's tangerine, but the point is tomato, tomato. Yeah, yeah burrito, burrito. <laughs> um, they have these little oranges <laughs> that are growing Just... in the back. Okay, yes. I'm gonna go with tangerine. Sure. Let's 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 do that. So they're growing. <laughs> is everybody on board? <laughs> let's continue with the story, please. <laughs> Whoever's taking notes, oh my go ahead and god, that and start with uh, tangerine. <laughs> Um, totally irrelevant to the story. <laughs> I, got, I really got hung up on it. It could be an avocado tree for all we give a fuck about. <laughs> Let's carry on. <laughs> uh huh. Okay, so anyway, and they're, they also have uh, like their back patio has an awning on it. And they were hearing some scutter- scurrying, if you will, back scuttering. And, and they were like, oh, what is that? Uh, maybe it's a possum, but it ended up being a rat. And my dad was like now determined to catch it because it was crawling along. I think it's got like a the cable line or some kind of line to hang in the back. So my dad is go- on. No, YouTube. it's probably one of his lines of of lighting that he's installed <laughs> in the backyard. His decorative. his decorative lighting of recycled wine bottles <laughs> that he hangs in the yard with lights. Omar's dad is a very crafty man. <laughs> it, their backyard looks like a cantina. Yeah. It's, fucking, <laughs> it's, it's great. It's could, great. You could film like a low budget spring break episode. Totally. Like Saved by the Bell. Yeah. 
<laughs> Everything's handmade and crafty <laughs> and different colors. <laughs> but yeah, so the rat was getting to the tree, eating their mandarin, tangerine, whatever. Now I can just see my dad pouring drinks. <laughs> you want another drink, Sock Morris? <laughs> Not Sock Morris. <laughs> Amen. It is screech. <laughs> Oh god, I can't go <laughs> this story. Oye, está bien buena la Kelly. Oh my god. Oh Jesus. The point is my dad couldn't catch this rat. He was doing all kind of crazy YouTube traps, like you know, trying to just be Yeah, like he kept in, like making trap yeah, homemade like, traps like, and your mom kept making fun of him. <laughs> so my mom is riding his ass. Like, yo, you're never going to catch it, blah, blah, blah. Uh, they have my brother's dog over there. And my mom calls me. She goes, you know what? This dog is useless. I need you to bring bourbon over here to catch this rat. So I'm like, whatever. So I take her over there, let her run around. And in two days, they had caught it. <laughs> because she was barking at it so much. I don't know if she confused it or scared it, yeah. whatever. But it killed itself. It went into the trap. <laughs> I think it just went into the trap from being annoyed. It killed itself. <laughs> it's like this dog won't <laughs> shut the fuck up. I'm just going to kill myself. I'm just trying to eat some peanut butter over here. <laughs> wash it down with some tangerine mandarin. <laughs> yeah, she uh, redirected the rat into your dad's homemade little uh, my, cage setup. My dad was like, okay, you, you might as well just leave her here. <laughs> like, yeah. She's. She's earned her her stay. Well, I will say is like Bourbon got used to being outside over there. Like she's a very adventurous dog. Mm -hmm. So the fact that we don't have a yard, like it sucks sucks for her. I know that I miss her a lot, but (laughs) I know that she likes running around in the backyard. So I know she's happy. And when we do finally get a yard, we'll bring her on back. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And it's like, you know, we'll leave her over there for like a week and then like, bring her back and we'll when take we, turns and whenever she comes back she sleeps for like a day and she's a half. exhausted like, like, oh my god <laughs> i ran so much over there. <laughs> oh, so penny's goodness. enjoying all the attention of being an only dog now <laughs> she's, she's all really, about it yeah she is but well, that was thanksgiving and we hope uh you guys had a good thanksgiving too yes um if you guys had some dramatic stories send us yeah, got any family oh my drama? <laughs> my cousin set the house on fire. Oh, Lord. <laughs> um, What else? Oh, we went to a wedding. We went to your cousin's wedding. That's right. Yeah. Fuck. That was fun. So congrats to Christy and Kirk. They got married. Th- those are, uh, well, Christy is um, Omar's cousin. Mm-hmm. And uh, her and Kirk, well, they've been together for a while now. They got married um, at the Malibu Lake. What was it called? Malibu Lake. Malibu Lake something. Resort? Beach. <laughs> beach Lake. Beach Club. It was the Beach Lake Club. It was uh coincidentally not in Malibu. <laughs> it was in Agora Hills. Yeah, no, exactly. But it, yeah, it was called Mal- Malibu Bake something. Malibu Bake. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> Malibu Lake something or the other. But the point is it was It was a really nice it was venue. Really cool. mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my dad. What? When you're driving into the place, uh-huh. you know, set it like over the entrance, yeah. and, you know, Malibu Lake, whatever. And my dad's out there and he's looking at the sign and it's spelled M-A-L-I-B-O-U. Uh-huh. So that's obviously different than Malibu Beach. Yeah. 
<laughs> my dad's like, hey, th- that shit is spelled wrong. And I was like, yeah, I know. And he goes, where's the W? I was like, what? what? <laughs> I was like, dad, what are you talking about? Oh, my like, God. No w and N- W. And spellings. He's like, oh, okay. Literally, like, he's like, whatever. Like, he probably meant the U, maybe? Yeah, I don't know what he meant, but it, it just made me laugh so hard. And so I was just like, what? So have you been saying Malibao? <laughs> Malibao. Oh, Malibao. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was that was oh man, that was a really good time. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> so it was like an hour away. Yeah. And I decided to be the DD. And um, you know, I'm just kinda like on this like no drinking thing right now. Just trying to cleanse myself. And uh, so I was like, ah, oh, screw it. I'm not drinking right now, really, anyway. So I'll drive, you know, your family. Yeah. <laughs> you were like, it's your family. Like, you yeah, because that, that Uber ride that was going to be hella expensive both ways. And we were like, you know what? I'll just drive. <laughs> so I ended up driving Omar's parents and his brother. We go. And, like, mind you, like, this is the first gathering that we've had with your family since Mm pre-pandemic like i hadn't seen your aunts like a bunch of people we none of us had really gotten together not even for the holidays nothing like everybody was super strict about it you even had a few people who were still wearing masks um they went through all the protocols like we had to be vaccinated have a negative test all that kind of stuff yeah um which was great and the majority of my family you know are very safe really into like they're pro vaccination, if yeah. you will. Yeah. I mean, they're not like they don't like thump on about it, but I'm saying they're all vaccinated. They're about it and so, they're not they're about quarantining. Like yeah. <laughs> they don't go anywhere or see anyone. So like, they're like about a, it. It was a pretty safe bunch of people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I felt safe. But it was really nice to see everyone and get together. Yeah. Um but with that being said, everyone was so excited to see each other and to drink. And of course I was sober and I was just like, Oh, this uh <laughs> Everyone is so annoying. Because <laughs> I'm usually one of the drunk ones, you know? So I don't notice how annoying drunk people are because I'm drunk too. <laughs> At one point you were like, you know, normally I feel like I would be going along with this. Yeah. She goes, but because I'm not there, this is not working out. Oh, it's like- so annoying. <laughs> and then you guys are hella disrespectful. They put us in the back table, the back corner. <laughs> Good call. Table 16. Table 16 in the back corner. Always put your loudest guests far in the back. <laughs> if you know what's best for your wedding. Because uh, you guys wouldn't shut the hell up. I mean, <laughs> there was like speeches happening. You guys were cracking jokes. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> just mad disrespectful. <laughs> and just dumb shit to make dumb. each other laugh. Having nothing to do with... Remember Mark was like taking apart the freaking flower arrangements? <laughs> do you like this flower? Do you like this flower? Oh, wow, look at this flower. And I'm like, stop taking it apart! <laughs> you guys are driving me nuts. He literally was taking them out of the... <laughs> oh my god. But you know, it didn't oh, really matter because... You know, Mexican weddings, you take home the centerpieces. Yeah, that's why they saying, don't hey, stay. Don't, that's what they're like yelling at them. They're like, don't mess those up. We got to yeah, take them Yeah, we're home. taking that. I was like, well, I'm not taking that one anymore. 
now that all your fingers have touched it, <laughs> those flowers are going to last one day. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know what's crazy is uh, this is the this is the first wedding that we've been to that we're not both drinking. Right. You know what I mean? That was like such a... Probably the only ever event we've been to. Yeah. <laughs> and, to be, and to be fair, it was so early. Yeah, it was an early wedding. Like we thought, we we're like, well, it's, how long is it really going to be? Like, you know, what I mean, it's probably early because you I mean they didn't want to pay for the whole night or whatever, like, right? It's understandable right now, especially who's going to come. You know, whatever. We were doing all this like wedding math because that's what we were. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what we've been doing lately. So it was like, ah, you know, we'll probably be over by like eight or something. I, I somehow I thought it wasn't going to go on. And it went on for like a while. It was, yeah, so it, was it was like quite a really a while. good time. I kept going up to the bar and ordering, and they kept telling me like, "Man, you guys drink." <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're oh, so we're out of the stuff you brought, so we're opening our own bottles now. Dang! Like, so whatever liquor we we you know the family provided, uh-huh. we went through it. Dang! Like I think almost before dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. But we had an amazing time. And it was good to be back at a wedding. Yeah. I love weddings. Remember when your cousin stole 36 boxes of the macaroons? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. At the, end, at the end, after they had, like, uh, the cake and stuff, they had, like, a dessert. Little table with some desserts and stuff. And one of them was a ton of boxes uh, with two macaroons each. Macaron? Macaron. <laughs> and um, I, I, this was my fault. And I, this is the only reason why I'm talking about because it, it was my fault. I walk up to the macaroons and I'm like, all right, cool. And I, my, my, one of my <laughs> younger cousins is standing there with me and he sees me grab one. And then I'm like, well, you know what? I'm a fat ass. So I'm going to take a couple like so, I took like three, uh-huh. three little boxes, and I brought them over and I <laughs> put them on the ass. I put them on the table with yeah. you, right? But he was like, "Oh yeah," and I was like, "Yeah." And then I just guess he decided to start topping me, and before I knew it, he was just running back and forth to the car. Him and, and we his were, little sister. We were laughing. We're like, "Look at this guy! Like, what? What's up with him?" And finally, his mom comes up and she's talking to me, and I'm cracking up because I'm kind of drunk, but I'm laughing like, "Yo, your son keeps stealing." <laughs> Ah. macarons like they're running out of style like <laughs> like <laughs> what's going on and she's like really i'm like yeah it's the funniest shit i'm laughing my ass off and he comes up and he like freezes uh-huh. he sees her and he freezes uh-huh. so already you blew it because uh-huh. you're already like oh shit i did i'm doing something and she goes hey how many of those boxes you be taking and he goes 36 <laughs> what are you doing bro? 36 the fact that they sat there and counted them too <laughs> Uh, I don't know, 36? <laughs> What's wrong with you, man? And he goes, dude, you told on me. I'm like, I, you told on yourself. I was like, yeah, I might have said you were going over there, but you could have said five. Oh, God. Oh, my goodness. Kids. That was it's just the funny. dumb shit you do when you're a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they're still eating them. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're all probably all stale now. Shit. They're like, you eat all of them now. You yeah, those them. macarons never like last that long. They get crusty. Judging by his mom, I wouldn't doubt it if she had him put them back. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's even funnier. Um, um, oh, 
Oh, look at that. Synchronicity. Synchronized ums. Um, what else do you want to talk about? We got we watched a few things. We watched. Um, I mean, I watched some things. You, we watched some things together. <laughs> Where well, shall we begin? Um. Well, how about this? I will say that. You watched something that you have a ton of notes on. Oh, uh, yeah. So why don't we go with that? <laughs> well, I just, I got into an Adele black hole because mm-hmm. I just love her so much. And they had that one night only special, which I believe is on Paramount Plus. Um, and she performs songs from her latest album at the Griff. Is it, is it Griffith or Griffin Observatory? Griffith. <laughs> okay. Griffith. That's what I thought. And then I was like second guessing myself. Right. Okay. At the Griffith uh, Observatory. And which is really cool. I've never seen anyone perform anything there. Have you? Uh, I mean, I saw when the Transformers landed. Oh, they did that? That's cool. <laughs> no, just in the movie. Oh, in the movie. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> they had a special there? Optimus Prime was up there. And he was like, listen, Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> We need you to get the all spark. I hate you. <laughs> no. Well, anyway, she performed in front of it, and it was really dope because they did projections onto the observatory, and you know it's it's obviously elevated above all of LA, so the views are mm-hmm. amazing. Um, she did it at sundown, so it was just so beautiful. And then she had a whole live orchestra. That's tight. And she sounds amazing, and so it was just a really cool special. I mean, the whole audience was filled with. Her closest friends, which were like <laughs> Melissa McCarthy, Leonardo DiCaprio, um, Gabrielle Union, Dwayne Wade. I mean, Lizzo. I mean, the whole you know, audience was jam-packed with celebrities. Her homies. Yeah. Tyler Perry, um, Nicole Richie. I mean, it was just packed. And, you know, her closest homies. <laughs> yeah. You know, just the homies that come over yeah. every once in a while. Yeah. So they all uh, were there. And... She performed. She sounded amazing. And then in between the performances, they showed outtakes of her interview interview with Oprah mm-hmm. and Oprah's garden or whatever. And she talks about, you know, her album and her divorce and inspiration and all that kind of stuff. And so if you're an Adele fan, it's a really good special. Um, she just her voice is flawless to me. You know, she's mm-hmm. she's always had such a soulful voice even at a young age, and it just, it, it, it's still, it's interesting because she had vocal cord surgery. or so I don't know if it was like exactly, vo- I believe it was vocal cord surgery, but she had some sort of surgery near or around her vocal cords. Because and I feel singing? Like, uh, like polyps? I think it was polyps, yeah. And I feel like after that surgery, she sounded even better. I don't know. There's like more clarity in her voice or something. I don't, she sounds amazing. And uh, her new album, 30, has been on repeat in my car. Like, I already know all the songs, all the words. I am about it. I highly recommend you check it out. Um, and she looks amazing. Um, her, she's been working lately with Anthony. Um, Bord- new, huh? Bourdain. No. <laughs> no, Anthony Nguyen. I think that's how you say it. Or is it Win? Don't ask me. I know. Sure. I always mess that one up. It's got an NG. It's got an NGY, uh, but I think the real pronunciation of that most people want to say Nguyen, but I think it's Win. I think that's how you properly say it. 
But anyways, uh, he's... Yeah, let's just leave that shit there. Now, you know, I don't want to dis- disrespect people in their last names. So I know what not, it's like. So I know what it's like. trying to say it. You know? Let's correct and move just on. wanted to say, this is how it's spelled. This is how I think you should say it. <laughs> uh, please correct me if you know the proper enunciation. Tender <laughs> um, voice notes. Yes, please. Uh, but anyways, he is... Actually, he's friends with Eduardo. Uh, my our friend Eduardo, he is an amazing makeup artist, and he she's been using him lately, and nice. her makeup has been oh, chef's kiss, <laughs> flawless, flawless, ten out of ten, makeup, clothes, singing, performance, music, all of it, loved it. I mean, check it out. You would do it, obviously, if she like called you, right? But I would do it. Are you kidding? I know. I mean, are you that's, kidding? That's what I'm saying. That's not the question. The question is, do you have, do you have kind of like a pre, like visualization of like what you would do for her? Yeah, but it, it's similar to what he does because her look and I think what looks best on her mm-hmm. is what he's is doing what he's for doing. her. Yeah, That's tight. I wouldn't change much. Like to me, this is the best she's ever looked. She had another um, artist that she was working with, too, Ma- Michael Ashton. He's really good as well. Um, but there's something about the way that Anthony does it that is just, that liner is just perfection. All of it. It's just like, oh, <laughs> I could just stare at it forever. <laughs> so, yeah, she looks great. It was an amazing special, and I was about it. <laughs> And then I went into like this whole Adele black hole and I was like watching YouTube videos about her life and like, <laughs> cause I get like that. Like once I get obsessed with somebody or an album or something, yeah, I just dig in deep and I'm just like all into it. Like I, I'm Googling, I'm researching, I'm like, where did she grow <laughs> up and what school did she go to? And uh, like all this, like I watched all these documentaries <laughs> on like unofficial ones on YouTube and all this stuff. And then you, so you get to run and be like, I think I, I get her. I yeah, understand. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, for sure. I mean, that's what that's what you should do. You know what I mean? If you like. If you're a fan. If you're a fan, you know, yeah. invest and, you know, check it out. Don't become a fanatic, but, you know. <laughs> don't lose your mind. That's, you know, what the woo used to say, y'all be a fan, don't be a fanatic. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I watched that. That was really good. Um, what else? Well, we watched. <laughs> what? So we watched a movie on Netflix called Red Notice, and I'm only mentioning it because we were cracking up. So, oh yeah, Red Notice is the new movie with The Rock and uh, Gal Gadot. I'm not sure how to say her yeah, name. Yeah, Gal Gadot and Ryan Reynolds. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it was it. It's an action movie. You know what it's going to be. It's going to be The Rock. And it's Ryan a rock Reynolds. movie. It's, yeah. yeah. It's a, and a Ryan and a Reynolds. Ryan, which, <laughs> which both play themselves in every movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's them being... <laughs> it's them being them. It's very similar to me. To me, there's a movie back in the day called The Rundown, where The Rock was like a bounty hunter chasing um, Stifler. Uh-huh. Uh, damn, damn. I don't know his name. But, you know. Yeah. The guy who plays Stifler. And it's the same kind of deal. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we knew what we were getting into. And it's good. You know what I mean? It gives you the action. It gives you the jokes. It gives this and that. But there is a <laughs> there's an actor in it 
a guy named Chris uh, Diamantopoulos or Diamantopoulos, something like that. But I know him from Silicon Valley, and he played a guy named Russ Hanneman, who was mm-hmm. like a billionaire. Oh yeah, this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and in this in this movie, he plays a bad guy named Sotovoce. <laughs> oh yeah. And he's supposed to be this like menacing guy that chokes people to death. Yeah, yeah. But the voice that this guy decided that he chose to use mm-hmm. was so funny to us. It was like uh like Dumbledore yeah. from the first or second movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Harry, <laughs> where is the diamond? <laughs> it was so funny. We were tired. The Chamber of Secrets <laughs> has been opened. Look at you choking and everything. Just killing me. I wanted to be like, yes, Minerva. Yeah. If you guys watch it, (laughs) listen to his voice and then listen to Dumbledore, but only the Dumbledore in the first few movies. Yeah. Because they switched him up. Yeah. But oh my God. Yeah. She was was so funny. taking us out of the movie because it was just too funny. Because, you know, sometimes you'll watch a film and you'll be like, why are they making that choice? You know? Yeah. Which is often said with any time that I'm watching anything with Nicolas Cage in it. It's like, why are you choosing to do that? And it was it was so funny. So if you guys haven't seen Red Notice and you want just like a quick loud action movie, uh, check that out. But man, that voice. Yeah. Woo. Speaking of fucking Dumbledore. Uh-huh. Let me switch over to some Potter news real quick. Right? <laughs> okay. Because as we said in, in the last episode and maybe even the one before that, but. It's Harry Potter time, so we've been going through the movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. But this weekend, Potter news. If, if this if this episode would have come out when it was supposed to, if we would have done it, <laughs> uh, it would have been like, "Hey, coming up!" But now it's already by the happened. Time this release has already been out. But there is a show that's on TBS and Cartoon Network. Okay. Okay, and it's called the Hogwarts Tournament of Houses. Oh. Okay, and it's like a quiz show. You've seen it? No, I haven't seen it because it just aired. Uh, So I think, like I said, by the time we get to push this episode out, I think maybe just only one episode will be out. Okay. But it's like a quiz show and it's like Griffin. And this one was like Gryffindor versus Hufflepuff or something Mm, like that. mm -hmm. But it's hosted by Helen Mirren. Oh, okay. And it's supposed to be like a big extravaganza like with actors from the show coming in and doing video questions. So it's a bit legit then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's totally. Uh, I'm into it. So if you guys have TBS or Cartoon Network or cable or, you know, know where to find shit online. Wait, <laughs> like so. Like me. Right. <laughs> you can go ahead and watch that. <laughs> if you know those secret websites that those we cannot share. <laughs> websites that we don't know about. Um, well, I mean, since we're already on Potter News, uh, mm-hmm. what about this Harry Potter reunion? What's the deal with that? That is going to be. <laughs> when does it come out uh, what are the deeds I, honestly i think it's supposed to drop on new year's eve oh or new year's day okay like that. but yeah it's supposed to be you know it's the 20th anniversary of of the movies and of the first movie of oh, the first basically. one wow um, 20 years yeah that's wild <laughs> that's crazy yeah i mean they were little kids when they started that first one but Man, 20 years. That sounds wild. We're getting old. Yeah, so they're doing a whole, you know, just kind of like Friends did, like anybody is doing right now. Yeah. Nostalgia is real big right now. So they're doing that. And uh, I heard 
they're getting as many people as they can to come back, but not JK. Oh, she, she's not down. She's not. Not I Why? don't know that she's not down. Uh-huh. I think that Warner Brothers is not down. Oh. Because because of her remarks, she's been having a lot of yeah uh, issues with like the you know LGBT yeah community mm-hmm. plus community. So it's kind of shitty to be like, yo, you can't be part of <laughs> of the thing well, you created. But at the same time, it's like, well, you did sell us the rights, so we kind of own it now. And we can do whatever we want. <laughs> we're not really vibing with what you were putting down. So, yeah, uh, there goes that. But. I don't know. I mean, I'm excited about that shit. Like, it should be fun. Like, it's always good just to be like, oh, yeah, do a catch up sesh or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm into it. That'll be exciting. Um, another thing that I'm kind of excited for. I don't know if you've seen the preview for it. They just released like a couple weeks ago, or no, they might have released it before, but I just saw it a couple weeks ago. Okay. Um, is this new Pam and Tommy show? Did you hear about that? Um, with- on Hulu. With the guy that's the Winter Soldier. Um, I don't know about Sebastian that Stan. That's his name. Who's that? He plays Tommy? He plays Tommy. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, yeah, I don't know who that is. Uh, I, I, just, <laughs> I just know that Seth Rogen and Nick Offerman are in it, and they play the guys who come across the sex tape. And oh, so, naturally. Yes, naturally. Uh, okay, got it. Um, <laughs> he just showed me a picture of this guy. That plays Tommy. I think it's good casting. When you see him all done up with the tats and the long hair and everything, and then I don't know who they picked for Pam, but she looks a lot like her too. I think they yeah. did a good job. See, yeah, I mean, he's he's definitely looking like you know. I mean, it's looks just like wise, a, they did a good job. We'll see how the acting give him goes. That soul patch and then yeah, <laughs> that easy hair. <laughs> but um, it's directed by the filmmaker Craig Gillespie. Gil- 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 Gillespie? Is, is there an S before We're the having a hard time is with names we? today. Who's we, white man? <laughs> Why are you trying to... Listen, you don't know that there's me a Mandarin and Tangerine. <laughs> Why you gotta be bringing up old shit? That's not what this is about. Well, <laughs> Gillespie. <laughs> um... And he created, he directed I, Tonya, which we really liked. Yeah, I, Tonya was really good. Was really good. So I'm thinking if that's got a similar feel to it and, you know, I think that this could be really good. The preview looks really good. Um, And yeah, it just kind of like goes, what they chronicle is the scandal that broke out when they found the sex tape. So that's mm. that's the part of the Pam and Tommy um, situation that they follow in the show. That's the girl that's going to be Pam. See, it, her name is Lily James, and she doesn't look anything like her there. But after the remake, the yeah, makeover, the, the she, looks, she looks like yeah. See, you're not really familiar with either of these actors. One because you're always hating on Marvel movies, so you don't know about. Listen, the I never hated what, on look, them. When I say, "Hey, do you want to watch this Falcon and Winter Soldier?" What did you say? I ain't watching no Falcon Soldier. <laughs> That's what you said to me. He, like, didn't even bother to get the name right. I mean, and Lily it just James sounds is from. So... <laughs> well, let's not get into it. Lily James <laughs> is from Downton Abbey. Okay. So she's gonna be like Tom, Tommy. We're family. <laughs> How could you sell our sex tape? We're family, family, family. Stupid. <laughs> 
Anyways, uh, that's going to be coming out on Hulu. I don't know when it's coming out. I forgot to look that up. <laughs> but... <laughs> But just be on the lookout. Be on the lookout. We'll let you know. <laughs> we'll let you know when it comes out. <laughs> it looks really good. Yeah. I'm and, into it. And speaking of Hulu, before we get off Hulu, mm-hmm. um, we started uh, Dope Sick. Oh, yes. Was, uh, another documentary. I'm addicted by, to that. By the homie TC. Yeah. And she told us to check it out. And it's so, so far, so good. It's really good. We've like, you can't like, stop watching it. Yeah. It's like, well, I think we did like four episodes or maybe three and a half. The episodes are long. No, we got into four. We got into four. We got into four. Man, but it's it's really good. It's really, really good. Um, that chronicles the beginning of um, Oxycontin and how it was basically responsible for the opioid um, epidemic. Mm-hmm. So um, just a lot of corrupt things that were happening as far as FDA labeling and um, the lies that were told and just studies that they used to back it up that were like you know once people started really investigating it was like wait a minute yeah what what is this even based off of that they're saying that that um, oxycontin is not addictive they're saying less than one percent that's what they started telling people less yeah. than one percent of people on oxycontin will, will not or no it's what what was it how did you <laughs> 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 let me not ma- let me and not this butcher is why this Nadia shit. Was fired as a pharmaceutical rep. <laughs> never, I could never. She's like, listen up, doc. Less than one percent of the of the percents of the the. You know what? Just buy the shit. Just buy this Just shit. They're gonna it, like doc. it. They're gonna like it. <laughs> no, they were saying that the because it puts a lot of the emphasis of of not a lot, but it it definitely shows the pharmaceutical rep version, mm-hmm. uh, not version. Um. The, the their part, stance, their part in it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because th- as everybody knows, once somebody is a doctor, they don't they don't graduate knowing all that shit about what medicine is right. best. They end up getting their information through pamphlets or periodicals and through pharmaceutical reps. So these pharmaceutical reps are coming through and telling these docs, "Hey, less than one percent of the people on OxyContin get addicted. Get addicted. Yeah. And it's got this twelve hour release, and the FDA has a a a label that they created that basically said it wasn't as addicting as all the other opioids. Yeah. Just all the shit that is kind of just underhandedly mm-hmm. putting this drug out on the market. And it does a lot of flashbacks between like, you know, 96 when it like really dropped and mm-hmm. this, that. And- yeah. There's a lot of back and forth in the yeah. show, which can get a little confusing. You have to really pay attention yeah if you miss one of those time Mm -hmm. shifts Mm -hmm. where they show you the year yeah you're just like wait what the fuck yeah (laughs) but it's so far it's really good um the acting in it is good the wigs in them are terrible (laughs) terrible hair department you're fired (laughs) yo i don't know man the budget was bad for the wig yeah it was not good the wig (laughs) it was almost like why is that person even wearing a wig Cause like I don't even think that these characters existed really. It's not <laughs> yeah, like you're like trying to look. Like? Yeah, like what? Because <laughs> there's, I mean, it's based on a, a book that chronicles like that, the rise of the uh, uh, the opioid epidemic or whatever. But I, I mean, there's like certain people in it, like the Sacklers that run, you know. Yeah, they're all Pharma. real people. Those are all real people, mm-hmm. I guess. But like the sales reps. Yeah. Like, why is the sales rep got a wig? Yeah. Like, it's weird. <laughs> Those Sacklers, though, man, there's some, e- that's an evil family right there. That was tough. 
And they, to this day, will not ever admit that they were a part of the opioid crisis. No, I mean, you know, it's bad business to say. Yeah. Yeah, that was us. Yep. It's tough. And I mean, and they made millions. Yeah. I think actually billions. Yeah. I mean, they paid out in like settlements, I think, too. And, and they're like, still okay. Yeah. This isn't groundbreaking information. It's just <laughs> when it's presented to you in a narrative, you go like, holy shit. Like, yeah. Well, it's all the details that we didn't know of how this shit really went down, you know? So, you know, you put Michael Keaton in something. Man. He's going to blow you away, man. Great actor. Love me some Michael Keaton. I'm really interested to see his turn. Because like I said, we're only on episode four. It's happening already. And and he's already starting to go through some stuff. So, yeah, I'm excited. (laughs) I am excited. Yeah, definitely check that out. Dope Sick. Uh, It is on, what is it again? It's on Hulu. Hulu. That's right. Um, and it's a limited series or yeah, how many I episodes? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Cause I don't want to move forward. Cause if I like look at the list and we all read. Some yeah. We shit, just jumped in. I'm like, I just don't. Yeah. I'm going to just let it. Didn't look ahead. <laughs> We're on the journey. Yeah. It's a good one. Uh, let us know if you guys check it out and what you think. And again, if you guys have any other show recommendations, um, send them our way. We are, it's funny because I was talking to another friend and we're both kind of like in this lull of shows. Like we're looking for recommendations right now, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I finally got back into Insecure because I didn't get finished that last season. Mm-hmm. So I'm wrapping up the last season of Insecure, which I love. Uh, and that is the final season, which is a total bummer because it's a great show. Um, but, you know, that that came out a while ago. I'm finishing that up. Um, I'm trying to think what else that we're kind of watching right now. We need, we definitely we're obviously watching Dope Sick, but we need we need more shows. So right. but it's also finding a show that you that you like that you're like, oh, my God, I want to keep. Watching. Yeah, totally. There's been a lot of shows that are recommended that are recommended, but like we'll start them and you'll just be kind of like, eh. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or they go on so long that you're just like, I can't keep this in my head right. anymore. Like a really good show we were watching called was called Orphan Black. Right. And we got like three and a half seasons into it. And it's so like, intense. You're just like, this is so dense. Like, <laughs> yeah, my brain hurts. Yeah, you're like, I don't want, I'm gonna need to take a break. And then we started watching another show called Fringe. Yeah. Which is one of like my favorite shows. That's a great show. But this is like a. A show from network television. So it's just like 22 episodes a season. Yeah. And sometimes and- you just want to get through something real quick. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and that's terrible because that just shows you how our attention span has changed. I mean. As a society. Like people. Yours. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. But it's kind of like because Fringe is older and there's so many episodes. And same thing with Over Black. I know it's always going to kind of be there. Yeah. So I'm kind of like. Yeah, I'll get unlike, to it when I don't have anything else to watch. Unlike the new shows that disappear. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, I don't know how long they'll be here for. <laughs> oh, no. No, it's more of like what's happening right now. What's hot no, right now. Let me yeah, keep up definitely. with the, the now, you know. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> well, something that's been in uh, very much in the now was that uh, Dave Chappelle released his documentary um that if you guys have been following any of the dave Chappelle stuff since he dropped the closer that special mm-hmm. uh you know that he got into some situations some people say he's canceled he says he is and he doesn't care blah blah blah, <laughs> blah. but then he also 
I think his fan base is too big to get canceled. Well, I mean, that's really what what we're going to end up finding out now, right? Because he made a documentary about all of these shows that he threw in a cornfield or whatever mm-hmm. out here at his buddy's spot in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Yellow Springs, Ohio. And, and he made a whole documentary about it. And in one of those like uh, Instagram short videos he put up, he had mentioned that he, he made the movie... A bunch of people invited him to a bunch of different film festivals to mm-hmm. show it. And then after the special and all of this controversy, they started disinviting him mm-hmm. from all of those film festivals. Mm-hmm. So he's like, and now nobody will touch this movie. Mm-hmm. He goes, so fuck it. I'm just going to release it on my own. Mm-hmm. And he started screening it in like arenas and stuff like that. That's just what that is is people being afraid of controversy and the minute any type of controversy touches somebody they drop you mm-hmm. it's like oh we we can't be associated and yeah it, and i mean and it's their prerogative to do so just as it was his prerogative to say what he said and right. you know he knew he was going to catch something but with without getting into like any of that part of it we uh got to see it uh, one of my cousins, I uh, guess she she's you know more more alert online to when shit's popping off because she's younger than me. <laughs> so she was like, "Hey, do you guys want to go see this?" Um, she actually bought tickets to go see him in mm-hmm. Ohio. I know. And her and her boyfriend took like a you know got themselves ready, packed up the car. We're going on a road <laughs> trip. We're gonna see Dave Chappelle. Uh-huh. And they're driving their ass from here over to Ohio, and then. When they got to, I think St. Louis, Missouri, uh-huh. they she got an email that there was a COVID outbreak, yeah, and they had canceled the shows, yeah. So <laughs> it's bummer. It's only fitting that she would be the one to find this documentary, like when yeah. it's screening, like, yeah. So we got to go with her and uh, and watch that, and I, I got to tell you, it was really good. Yeah, I really liked it, it too. Was a great little documentary. Yeah. Um, it, you know, it's also set the background of this whole documentary is because of the pandemic. It's set in the tone of there is a pandemic happening. And as comedians, what does that mean for us? Because a live audience is the livelihood of a comedian. Like mm-hmm. it is everything to them. And without the live audience and we've seen it, you know, on live streams or whatever it's awkward it's not the same they can't perform to the best of their ability because there's no audience reaction you know what i mean and and a comedian thrives and lives off of those applause off of those laughter mm-hmm. off that laughter and it's like this pandemic was i'm sure brutal for them you know yeah oh many of us it was right, right. but you know as a stage performer to not you know because musicians can perform and post their stuff they don't necessarily need that the audience reaction the same way that a comedian does. You know what I mean? Right. It's a different, like it's a different <laughs> medium. You exactly. Know? But it's, it's crazy. Cause I remember, um, uh, Thundercat, right? right? So I don't know if you guys know who Thundercat is, but he's a bassist. He's, he's almost in like his own genre. Yeah. Right? Didn't they like create a genre? It was like, what, what do you call I can't it? remember. Oh God. I can't remember. But the point is, he plays like real jazzy, funky, like R and B. Just it's it's kick ass. It's got its own. But yeah. He did some shows early pandemic where everybody was in their car. 
Oh, right. Exactly. They were doing <laughs> and, and that, it was too. Him, and I, I think there was a comedian that opened for him. Maybe mm-hmm. Hannibal Burris or somebody. But uh, our friend Brian went. And he said it was weird because, yeah. you know, when you're laughing, you're like honking. Or like, yeah. what do I do? Everybody yeah. was in their car. So it's like, sure, you're laughing in your own car, but the comedian can't hear it. Yeah. So he doesn't know if that joke worked or not. Yeah, he doesn't know if anything's landing. And I remember Thundercat saying that. He's like, it felt like I was performing on the freeway. <laughs> like, there's just people fucking honking at me, you know? Like, he's like, I'm trying to get down That's shit. hilarious. <laughs> And people were just like, ha, 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 yeah. It's just like, not. Nah, that's not the way. No, yeah, it's it's torture for them, you know. And <laughs> comedians yeah. are already sensitive. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? And but the documentary definitely is. It's a lot. It it had that really familiar feeling of Dave Chappelle's Block Party, right? If you guys ever watched that, which is basically the same thing. It's him coming up with an idea, mounting that idea, and yeah. you know it working or whatever this one are the hurdles that he they had yeah, to face this one is longer because it went i don't know he did like a, over a hundred shows yeah something like that something like that uh and then you you get you know all of that you get him inviting comedians comedians getting tested they do a lot like a bit on the the extensive you know testing uh mm-hmm. that they had to do and how that still wasn't enough mm-hmm. and um and also not just also trying to figure out you know how to corral them into okay these people have been tested so they can go over here but these people haven't been tested so they need to stay over there and like just yeah. all the inner workings of all of that and then one of the comedians who was it, it uh, donnell rawlings no one. no it was uh or john stewart no the one that hugged the audience member it was um Cho- um oh joe joe coy <laughs> joe coy was like fuck it i'm 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 tested like whatever come and hug me like i dare you to hug me and then they're like man why did you have to do that and they have to take the audience they member and the test guy from the audience <laughs> like sorry man we gotta go test you yeah because they weren't <laughs> testing the audience members you know like they were all like six <laughs> feet apart and had their masks yeah. but they weren't being tested and but it yeah. was all outdoors <laughs> but just shit like that that they had to deal with um yeah i mean they got their own machine to test you know that was like side. automatic uh-huh yeah so that was kind of that was kind of crazy um but it even goes into like little small town politics yeah like where you know he's mounting what ended up being you know for that town a bit of a sizable production out in the open yeah uh and then you get small town politics like people not liking the sound or you know you you made a, a bit of an enemy with the zoning director from yellow spring yeah who looks like, you know, he's like one of those uh, Duck Dynasty dudes. <laughs> like, it's just, it was like really, it was really, it was really good documentary. Like, it, you know, it's got jokes. It's got a lot of heart in it, you know. Well, yeah, because also all the while, there's also Black Lives Matter movement that's happening in the background during yeah. the filming uh, of this documentary. You know, the whole George Floyd situation happens. And so they tackle that and they talk about that and you know dave gets real about that and he's also very he's he's much more serious these days i feel like he's not sitting there cracking as many jokes as he used to and he kind of curates the show and hosts the show and brings his friends on to do the jokes yeah. but he's more addressing the issues and and getting more real and serious about people but the thing that's great about dave is that He's such a good storyteller and he's so authentic that people listen. 
You know what I mean? Like people are ready to hear what he has to say. And, and he just does it in a way where he can reach people and, and gets his point across. And, and I don't know. It's just, I think he, in his own way is eloquent in his own way in presenting this information to people. Yeah. And I think it's, um, it's also interesting because any of the stuff that you might not like from the special is not really in Mm -hmm. the documentary. Like I'm not sure if that was like a last minute edit where they might've cut anything that was, you know, yeah. Who knows? Phobic or, you know I mean? in that light right because it's not really in there or at least i didn't notice it mm-hmm. um it just it just came off kind of like a feel-good like vibey kind of situation we got brought a lot of money into that town got a lot of people out into nature and stuff yeah and, and um i don't know if you get a chance to see it i i definitely think that you'll you'll enjoy it like who knows where it's gonna be because i don't know anyone that's carrying it you know obviously this so was that a limited services. time yeah, yeah, that was like a thing. Like you couldn't even buy it. We saw it at a movie theater, obviously, um, but you couldn't find it. Like you couldn't go up to the marquee and shit oh, and just pick it out. It okay. was only through this special engagement link. I'm sure they'll end up throwing it on Netflix or something eventually. Well, I don't. I mean, I don't know you why. Because half of Netflix was, you know. Yeah, but they had his. They had his back, though. I mean, yeah, yeah. I they mean, in the end, they had his back. So we'll see. I mean, we'll we'll see what he does, and and if he's smart, I mean, he just keeps distributing it on his own to like small places, you know, where the ticket might be a little bit more expensive than normal. Mm-hmm. He can just make a lot of money like that. Yeah. I mean, um, Kevin Smith did that with like the last couple of his movies, mm-hmm. like before he sold it online or whatever. He would just tour it out like a roadshow kind of a deal. Yeah. And just make all the money back that he can there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because if, you, if you're like, hey, a night with Dave, for Dave Chappelle's documentary, let's say I this wasn't the cost. I looked at the price. But I'm mm-hmm. just saying, if he was like, yeah. yo, 30 bucks a ticket and you fill a fucking theater or, or an arena in his case or a mm-hmm. draft house or something like that, you, I mean, you can make your money like yeah. a lot. You can make a lot of money like that. Yeah. Touring it around the country. But all I know is that I had FOMO watching it because I was like, damn. That would have been so dope to go to one of those shows. Just, and you know, I mean, not only because it was Dave, but also because it was during this time that was such a monumental time in, in our lives and history it, to have them do something like this. And all these major comedians that are coming and they don't even know, you know, like Chris Rock came with like no jokes, <laughs> yeah. but it's still he still killed it. It was still hilarious. <laughs> they end up FaceTiming um, Kevin, Kevin Hart, Hart and those are moments that are like you had to be there you know what i mean and it was like damn i wish it could have been a part of that what i really liked about it was that um there's a all the comedians that were coming out to do his shows and and there weren't as many shown in the movie as i would like i mean Mm -hmm. they showed clips of them but not like yeah you know me i would like to see See all of it yeah yeah you know there's not a comedy no showcase but the point is that a lot of them, that was the first place that they got exactly. to perform exactly. for quite some time. So it was like, you can see them. Yeah. Remember John Stewart? Like, yeah, he he didn't him. want to take his mask yeah, off. He was like freaking out. Yeah. Um, the, what's her, uh, I want to know the name of the. Wolf. Yeah. Stephanie Wolf? Uh, no. no. Not, uh, what is it? Uh, she's a comedian. Um, 
Michelle Wolf. Michelle Wolf. And she's a comedian that at the beginning of the pandemic was, I think, touring with Dave. Yeah. And just ended up staying at his house. Yeah. And there's a lot of growth that happens right. with her as a comedian mm-hmm. throughout the process. Yeah. And I think that's where you get to see a lot of like Dave's nurturing mm-hmm. situation where he's giving points like the joke he he's doing a lot of like comedy breakdown in the back yeah and that uh, to me was like amazing yeah it was it was just really cool to see him dissect something mm-hmm. break it down in a way that i wouldn't have because i'm just a comedy like fan i'm yeah. not a comedian you know so to watch him break it down yep. be like look here's how this story should be told and if mm-hmm. you if you flip it like this you know the yeah. audience will follow it was just like really really good and he was doing that watching they would film him watching everyone's sets Mm-hmm. You know, and it was like, yeah, he was like this big brother to everyone and, and kind of like talking about, oh, this person's going through some shit. So this is why their set sounds like this or whatever. And just kind of a backstory as to I, it was just really interesting. Great documentary. Keep your guys' eyes out. I don't know. We don't know where you're going to be able to watch it. I don't know what's to come of it. Um, <laughs> but if it comes out somewhere where you can see it, we definitely recommend you guys check that out because. It was really good, and I kind of want to watch it all over again. <laughs> yeah, and um, what was it called? Uh, uh in live and um, live in real life. Live in real life. Yeah, yeah, it was really good. Um, but changing gears for for a minute, real quick. Uh, okay. Speaking of Dave, because you remember how when Kim Kardashian, <laughs> when she hosted SNL, uh-huh. she, so I don't know if you knew she hired. Oh, I don't know hired. I don't know if these are just her friends. She called up and was sure. like, hey, help me out. But she hit up a bunch of major comedians to help her write her jokes for that SNL uh, skit that she did. And Dave was one of them. Um, but now, as we all know, her and Pete are dating, which is very interesting <laughs> to me. Pete Davidson of SNL. What the fuck? <laughs> it's just funny because you just see them and it's like, like, Pete's just down for whatever. Like, whoever wants to date him, he's like, yeah, sure, I'll fucking date you. Let's go. Let's do this. Like, I feel like any chick that hits him up, like, he'll date them. Yeah, what like, they he's say? Just, he just down. He just texts back real quick. Yeah. <laughs> he's just, he's just always good texting at texting back, back quick. Like, yeah, sure, I'm down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's quick on it, you know? Um, That's so funny. But, yeah, so through her dating Pete and then her... that. That her SNL um, feature did really well. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard about this, no, what? but Pete and of course Chris, Mama Chris, Momager Chris, <clears throat> they put their little brains together and were like, "How can we make more money off of this?" <laughs> so right now, I don't know if you know about this. Kim is in talks to launch a comedy tour with the help of Pete and Chris Jenner. What? Right. That How is, do we feel about I this? I think that's garbage. <laughs> because look, I don't have anything against Pete Davidson, whatever, but yo, he's not good. He's like, not that he, funny, honey. You didn't yo, pick the right one. <laughs> dude, for me, it's like, okay, I I love Saturday Night Live. Right. Like, uh, you know, I grew up watching it and I I don't feel like he does anything on that shit. Like, yeah. they don't use him for anything in sketches. Now, now, now that he's kind of popping... They'll put him up and he'll just be like, hey, I'm this guy. Yeah. And then that's it. It's like, hey, I'm Aaron Rodgers. Oh, hey, I'm Joe Rogan. Hey, I'm. But, but he's like, not actively but, funny. Yeah, bro. Like, yeah. 
again, I'm not, I don't know the guy, so I don't have anything against him, but just as a viewer of the show, like, you're not the best part of that show. No. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't, I just don't. Yeah. What, what's going to come of this? Like the draw for me to go watch like a Pete Davidson set, like I'm not, it's just not going to fucking happen. And if you tell me that it's like, oh, and the closer is Kim Kardashian with her like <laughs> fucking comedy style. No, like, he's not going to be, like, this is her, that. this is her tour, her tour only, not Pete's tour. This is her tour. Oh wait, she's doing like a Kim. K- yes. No, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, you can't do everything. Like, nah, get out of here. Ugh. It's because she, they did so well. She did so well. Nah. That they're like, well, Kim does know how to sell out an audience just by being Kim. But it, to me, it's just like, where, when are, when is enough enough? When are you going to stop? Like, you can do skims. You can do perfume. <laughs> you can do all that stuff because you're good at that stuff. Like, that's yeah. fine. But, like, comedy is not your thing. Like, you pulled it off. You pulled it off. Barely. Barely. But it's not your thing. Like, it's just not. And so, I guess what they're trying to do is they're trying to do, like, um, some sort of, like, I think, like, a throwback, like, hosting. Um, what did I read? It was, like, a... She's basically kind of trying to like make fun of her family more, and like I don't know, I I I just so wait, but like the show is the show going to be? I mean, you don't know, but I'm just saying from what you've read, yeah, is it her coming out and doing like a one woman show, like an act? Yeah, I believe so. I believe so, but I think it was supposed to be kind of like a talk show satire kind of thing, something like that. What? This all oh, this is all bad. I it's know, like, yo, you. What it's, stories are you not going to tell us? Like your whole fucking life is on video. <laughs> like you're gonna you're gonna blow me away with some shit that like like, like oh, one time um, Scott would prank my mom. It's like yeah, we saw that shit. Yeah, we saw like, it, bitch. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I know, I know. Sorry to end on such a horrible note. No, and it's like I said, like, <laughs> but I was just like, what is this about? Come on, and it's not even about. It's not even about knocking the hustle. Like the hustle's fine. Like yo, if you if you got people that you can that you can bank on their money, then yeah, keep. I mean, what's gonna make you stop doing that? It's shit? about integrity to me. It's all integrity. It's like I mean that shit went out the door, yo. It'd be true. I guess <laughs> like, from the fucking get go. I guess like it's. I don't know. It, it's just <sighs> to me. That's not her lane. I don't see it. I think it's a bit of a joke. I don't know if it's actually going to follow through. Uh, Pete must really laugh hard at her jokes, and now she thinks that she's hilarious or something. <laughs> Fuck that. Because yeah. I'd rather. He's buy- like, bitch. Have you seen your ass? I'll laugh at anything you say. <laughs> I would rather buy a pair of fucking Skechers shape <laughs> and rock around the fucking shit. Then to go watch Kim Kardashian do a goddamn comedy special. Not the shape of Fuck off. Not the shape of no. With that little bounce. Yeah. Yeah. Remember the fucking shit you lied about? When you walked on your calves. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, if you wear these fucking shoes with a, what the fuck was it? A marshmallow in the back or some shit? They were like rocking. Yeah. They were like rocking what shoes. What the fuck is this? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and you made yeah. a bunch of people buy that shit, and then nobody's asses got bigger. 
and then you had to go. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Fuck that, man. Man, yeah. you know what? That's the end of the show. I don't even want to fucking talk about He's it. angry. This is horrible. <laughs> we'll see what comes of it. We shall see. If anyone has tickets to the Kim Kardashian Oh, special, Lord, have mercy. We'll be your plus two. Because <laughs> <laughs> we ain't paid for that. I can't pay for that. No. All right, guys. Oh, that's, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. <laughs> We're, we're disturbed. Oh my goodness! Well, uh, better late than never for these episodes. That's our new motto. <laughs> um, thanks so much for tuning in. If you're still tuning in, let us know. We have no idea. <laughs> we never even check our stats. I don't want to be depressed. I know we're afraid. <laughs> I don't like to see when that when that chart when like the when the graph goes all the way down the chart. The chart. <laughs> you know, I think we're just going to keep making these shows forever and just maybe one day it'll take off. That's just the dream. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to check on our numbers. No. Nah. If everyone, anyone ever hits us, it's like, oh, how, how's your, uh, how are your stats? <laughs> Be like, I don't Who know. Who fucking knows? <laughs> we're going to keep going. <laughs> like, I don't know. We're just, we're just trying to have a good time. <laughs> whatever <laughs> that year seven is gonna be fucking awesome right so anyways join us sooner than later for another good time yeah. um and in the meantime if you guys uh want to let us know that we're not wasting our time you can hit us up at we everywhere baby podcast on ig oh we did get some new reviews and somebody did ask us about catch couch quickies catch quickies. catch quickies and um we took a little hiatus. We were running out of topics and we were running out of time. We were running out of everything. So um, we will be having a new couch quickie in the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned for that because it's going to be a really, really good one <laughs> that you're not going to want to miss. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Until next time, I am your host, Nadia. And... I have been all marvelous. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. We have a weird minute.